everybody, and welcome back to the Something New podcast with me, Karen Cho. I'm so excited to have you here for the episode. If you are new, hello, hi, this is a podcast where I try something new every single week and I share my experience trying that said thing. I'm so sorry if you hear noises in the background. That's my dog. He is with me currently in the room I'm recording in. Speaking of my dog, I did have one new thing that I intentionally planned to share about this week, but something else happened that is related to my dog. So we have a mouse in our house, apparently. Um, I have never had mice in any place that I've ever lived, ever. But yesterday morning, Mango woke up very early and he was super hyper. He was sniffing the edges of the wall closest towards the bathroom. So he was smelling the wall, running around, and... I was so confused because he does not do this. He is a very lazy dog. He doesn't wake up until my alarm rings. So at 5.15, when my dog was going crazy, I was a little bit concerned, and I thought maybe he needed to go outside. Philip and I opened our bedroom door, and Mango bolts out of our bedroom, and he bolts into the bathroom. If you don't know Mango, that has no significance but he hates the bathroom we literally have to carry him in to bathe him once a month so the fact that he went into the bathroom was already very weird but philip goes into the bathroom and checks and lo and behold behind our toilet he finds a mouse and we were both at a loss for what to do with the mouse. So we kind of just (laughs) stood around. Thankfully, Home Depot opens at six. So I drove over really quickly to Home Depot to get some mouse traps, just because we both weren't comfortable using a bowl or anything to catch the mouse. Although in hindsight, I wish we had done that because the mouse is still on the loose. But yeah, we laid out two traps and There are these traps that have doors that close on the mice and it says it can hold up to four mice. I'm a little confused because there's only one trap door, so I don't know how it can hold four in the container if the door closes. Anyway, the mouse is still on the loose and... Those traps are set. Once we catch the mouse, we're supposed to drive it away two miles and then set it free. But I don't know, it's not looking too good. It has been more than 24 hours now and it is still somewhere in this house. Aside from the mouse story though, I did try something new this week, which is something I have been thinking about for quite some time and that is starting a Roth IRA. So I won't be sharing too much information on what a Roth IRA is, how to get a Roth IRA, because I'm not a financial advisor, so I don't feel that I am 
in a position to give that sort of advice or information. I just want to share my experience. So my relationship with Roth IRAs or wanting to start a Roth IRA dates back to, I think, my junior year of college. So anywhere from three to four years ago, my friend Joyce has been telling me to start a Roth IRA. And maybe a year ago, one of my mentors, her husband Jeff, has been telling me to start a Roth IRA. And every time I see them, they always ask me, Karen, did you start it? Did you do your Roth IRA? That's a year that you lost, Karen. So I finally did it this week. And this process was so much longer than it should have been. But I didn't really start doing research until about the end of January. I started doing some research to learn you know, how to start a Roth IRA, where to go, what to use, how much to pay, what does this mean for your taxes, etc. And after getting some information, I sat down with Philip to do a family finance meeting and make some decisions. Whatever platform we used, we knew that we wanted to take a more hands-off approach We didn't know much about stocks and we still don't know much about stocks or investing. And we didn't see ourselves committing much time to keeping up with the stock market. So we looked through various options that were available for more hands-off approaches. And in the end, we decided to go with SoFi because they had $0 in management fees and offered pretty solid customer service and access to financial advisors. Even though I want a more hands-off approach to managing my Roth IRA, I would still like to know what's going on and learn in the process. So I think the financial advisors that were available with SoFi was a big selling point for me. Also, $0 in management fees. A lot of the places that allow you to opt for a more hands-off approach will often charge some sort of management fee ranging from $1 to $10 a month to a certain percentage. So we looked through all of our options and decided to go with SoFi, and I'm very, very excited to see what the future holds for our Roth IRA. I also wanted to take some time in this episode to share four reasons why I waited and then now that I've done it, four reasons why I shouldn't have. Number one, I waited because I didn't have money to contribute. As a first year teacher last year, I wasn't making that much money. I was splitting rent with my friend and I was saving for an upcoming wedding. I just felt like I didn't have funds to allocate to a Roth IRA. But I realized that it really doesn't matter. Even if you can't max out one Roth IRA account, which is $6,000 for the 2021 tax year, $20 a month is still better than nothing. So yes, I may not have had $6,000 laying around to max out my account, 
last year, but I definitely had $20, $40 laying around at the end of the month or even money that I spent on boba or whatever that I could have allocated to a Roth IRA. The second reason why I waited is because I didn't know anything about stocks and I felt like I would just be putting myself into a situation where I had no clue what was going on. There are so many resources though, free resources that you can use to help you out. And I am one of the most illiterate people when it comes to finances and economics, but I was able to learn fairly quickly what the keywords mean and what the general gist of a Roth IRA is. The other thing which I mentioned earlier is that there are lots of hands-off approaches too. Like I mentioned earlier, Philip and I decided to go for a more hands-off approach when it came to the Roth IRA. So what we do is just contribute every month or contribute regularly and then SoFi will take our contributions and invest in profiles that they already have that meet our goals. And our goal is just retirement uh, money or, or funds for retirement. So it takes that goal into account and invests into what will give us the most beneficial return in the end. I highly recommend looking into the different hands-off approaches that are available and doing some research to see which one you like the most. But there are definitely so many options out there. The third reason why I waited to start a Roth IRA is because I already had a savings account. In fact, I already had my personal savings account and a wedding fund, so I felt like I was already doing a lot of saving. What I failed to realize is that those savings accounts were geared towards something in the nearer future than retirement. And a Roth IRA is so different from a savings account because it's not like you're putting your money in a box and every month opening up the box just to add more money. A Roth IRA is going to provide you with a higher return than what you end up putting in. So the money, in a sense, is working on its own, which is not something it would do in a traditional savings account. What's better, too, is that the money in the Roth IRA you can't access until much later. So that's good for me because there is no, oops, I'm low on money this month. Let me just tap into my savings account. The fourth and final reason why I waited to start a Roth IRA is the simple fact that I just kept putting it off. Every month I kept saying, I will look into this next time. I will set it up next month. And then a year went by and then two years went by. That was time that I could have been reaping the benefits of compounded interest. So overall, I regret waiting this long to start a Roth IRA, especially when people around me were pushing me to start it so soon. And to Joyce and to Jeff, you guys were right. I'm sorry, but I did it now. So now you can be proud of me. (laughs) I feel like I did a really big thing, even though it took me less than 10 minutes to actually start it when it came to signing up. 
I usually don't talk about finances because I have no idea what I'm doing except for allocating funds and making sure I can survive the month and have some to save. (laughs) But again, I feel like this is something that I need to grow more literate in and I think this was a good stepping stone for me. All right, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining, guys. I also wanted to mention that last week's episode was the first one I shared publicly, and I am floored at the amount of support I received from people, even from people I haven't seen or spoken to since before the quarantine. And I just felt so supported and so blessed this week. So thank you to all of you who have taking the time to listen to my podcast. As always, stay healthy, stay happy, and try something new. You might find that you actually have a lot of people in your corner. Anyways, I will see you guys next week. Goodbye!